This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. where we try to attack a little bit of everything. And may I just say, I've got butterflies in my stomach because we are about to have a conversation with one of the greats. That's right, the everyman, John Cena is here today. Oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm starstruck, I'm inspired, I'm excited. I want to give him a great interview and have a profoundly interesting conversation. Um, and uh, first, I want to tackle some news. That's how we like to kick it off here. And I'll tell you something. Ironically, I've been doing the cover of this magazine since I was seven years old. Um, but People Magazine is totally my favorite magazine. It's also the most successful magazine. And it tackles everything in life. And we are lucky enough to have the editor-in-chief as my co-pilot today. So let's hit the headlines. assignment today, but with me at the desk is someone that I stalk on Instagram, and he decided to actually come here and do the show with me. Please welcome the esteemed editor-in-chief of People Magazine, Dan Wakeford! I'm so relieved I haven't scared you away. I'm always commenting on your Instagram. I'm real. I'm in real life too, but it means so much that you said it's your favourite magazine. You've been on the cover 13 times, Drew. 13 I'm, times, folks. You also have great book reviews, movie reviews, what to watch. I'm like on the feeder always of your shopping list. I mean, what to watch has been so important the last two years because we've watched more television and movies than ever before. I know, it's so true. In fact, you picked a Peacemaker as what to watch. Good. And Mr. John Cena is coming on. So that was serendipitous. Um, you are a newsmaker. Would you um, be so uh, kind to get into some headlines with me, Dan? I would love to do so. <laughs> I'm hitting the headlines with Dan Rayford. I cannot believe this. All right. So today, our nation celebrates the life and work of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He will forever inspire us with his leadership, his compassion, and his total commitment to unity and nonviolence as the way to equality. 
and we're kicking off the headlines with the historic news about one of Dr. King's collaborators, Maya Angelou. I love this story so much. This is exactly what we're talking about, to try and bring you news that is so life-affirming. CNN reports that the legendary American poet is officially the first black woman to be featured on the U.S. quarter. That's right. The mix just rolled out the new coin, and it features Maya spreading her arms wide in an ode to her autobiography, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. And it's the first of 20 quarters dedicated to incredible women in American history. Dan, thoughts? At long last, show them the money. This is a very <laughs> exciting. I mean, it's such a good group of women that they've chosen, and I love the fact that they've chosen women in the arts as well. There's also Anna Mae Wong, who is a seminal Asian actress, who is, these are unhung sung heroes that have also been highlighted. Well, you know what? When someone like Maya Angelou shows up on a quarter, it makes it seem worthwhile to me. Um, next, we're gonna talk about another phenomenal woman, showrunner extraordinaire. Shonda Rhimes, another woman who I could see uh, leading the pack. Um, every time she sneezes and creates another great hit, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, Grey's Anatomy, now going into its 18th season, not to mention Bridgerton. <gasps> Can't wait. She started on Netflix and showed everybody what time it is with her very first show becoming the most successful show um, that they had had thus far. I think Squid Game might have beaten it. Just, yep. Just. Um, but I really love this because she told people that she may be a powerhouse, but there's one title that she fully rejects, and it's Girl Boss. She says it's total BS. She doesn't like throwing a bunch of women into a cheap catchphrase, and she argues, don't do this. Men don't have to deal with it. Um, and it's so true. It's like there's no, like, boy boss. Like, Dan... What do you think of that sort of attitudinal, you gotta be this to be successful? I, I mean, mean, I understand where it came from. It came from women's empowerment. And after spending time with my little nieces over the holidays, I understand sometimes girls don't realize that they can be anything. And so the idea of like telling them they can be a boss, the sentiment's there, but really this phrase has reached its shelf life. We don't need to qualify women that you can be a boss. And, and I, I agree with Shonda. I do too. I remember like I, someone wanted to do like this badass thing with me and I was like, I don't, I, I just, I feel, um, it's just not the right, again, it's tone for yeah. me. And I don't need sassy and crass to prove my capacities. And believe me, I'm naughty. <laughs> so it's not like I'm looking for it to be squeaky clean, but I don't need to plant a, flag in the sand. I would rather be kind and I would rather be funny and find a way to combine all of those tones that don't have like cruelty or crassness. You know, may she be all of our North Star in behavior. Oh, for sure. Okay, Dan, your story. Well, next, the next story counts as a bit of a bad news for me, apparently, since I've made a career out of pop culture and celebrities. A new research study claims people obsessed with Hollywood and celebs are not very smart. <laughs> How do they determine this? Researchers in Hungary asked 2,000 adults, only 2,000, to take a set of vocabulary and math tests. Then they quizzed them on their level of interest in celebrities. Those who scored high on celebrity interest scored low in cognitive ability. I mean, well, then... 
I mean, I reject this whole philosophy. I'm a big believer in the higher your IQ, your greater the need for celebrity news. <laughs> I have met lawyers, I have met Wall Street bankers who are obsessed with celebrities. I think being interested in celebrity news means you're interested in people, you're interested in life, you're interested in learning. And I think there's a lot of benefits there. Obviously, scurrilous gossip can be very negative, but celebrity news can be positive. Reading about you and your story is very inspiring, Drew, and learning things and takeaways from different people's lives. Celebrities are just... Celebrity stories are just modern-day Shakespeare. It's to entertain us. It's our moment of self-care and a busy day to read and escape from our difficult lives. So I think there's a lot of benefits. This, this study is just trying to make people feel bad about themselves. Celebrity stories and any stories are a way of escaping your life and making yourself happy and learning things, I think. Also, a lot of people, especially, again, in a People magazine, will talk about their struggles and their triumphs and the road of the journey, which can be very educational. Very. I say pshaw to this. <laughs> but I do like the study. It is fascinating. It is, but only 2,000 Hungarians. That, that, that's not a big study. Like... I'm Hungarian, and I say no. <laughs> um, well, finally, it's freezing outside, which means it's officially noodle slurping season. And we've got some food news. <laughs> oh, Dan. This is scary. Well, I don't know. Are you a carb fan? I try and avoid them after six. Oh, it's, well, it's not six yet. Okay, so these aren't any old nudes. They're from the incredible chef, David Chang, one of my very favorite chefs on planet Earth and one of the biggest innovators in the food industry. He's the man behind the Mamafuku Food Group, and he's teamed up with Asha Noodles to create Mamafuku Instant Noodles. They come in three flavors, and they take four minutes to cook. They're air-dried and not fried, and that means 25% less calories than other instant noodles. Double the protein, add the zero, you get better cholesterol, and they're selling like hotcakes. By the way, I'm salivating as I'm talking about this. I'm not kidding. And this is our first official taste. Dan, Oh, thought. sorry, I, I tasted already. Oh, well. Um, this is dangerous. Mama Fuku is my like special date night, and now you can get it at home, and then I can eat these carbs at home. This is this is going to be a dangerous year. Oh my gosh! They're so good. Ooh, they've got a fantastic little kick. They're not too salty. They've got a great texture that holds a little al dente. They're not mushy at all. Oh my gosh! They've. to David Chang for being such an innovator. And I just love these. And Dan, um, like literally, this is so much fun. I can't even handle getting to do the news with you. We'll be right back. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. 
Stay focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a very specific focus that really is good. Oh, I am just having the best time ever. Welcome back to Drew's News. I'm here with editor-in-chief of my favorite, the best, the most successful magazine, People. It's Dan Wakeford. Thank you for having me. Dan, it's your story. What have we, we got? We have got an adorable mini royal in the UK, and this is a story we covered at People on our Stories to Make You Smile page, and it really made me smile. One-year-old Jolaine Sutherland dressed up as the queen for Halloween, and she posed with her best friends, her corgis. And people reported that her mum, Katie, sent the photo to the queen on a whim, and she couldn't quite believe it. She got a royal response. On official Windsor Castle stationery, the Queen says she was pleased to see the photo and thought Jolene's outfit was, in quotes, splendid. Do you think that the corgis in the picture really sent her over the edge because she's like the biggest corgi lover? I mean, it's all about the, it's all about the little girl, not the corgis. Oh, Look I at mean... that little girl. Her, she mimics the queen so well. She's got this naughty little glint in her eye and the naughty smile like the queen has. I, I love it. And I, I just love that she responded because I think the queen is a PR genius. She knows when to be quiet, when to speak out, and it really shows that she has a great sense of humor that she responded to this. Yeah, no, this is, uh, that picture in particular, <laughs> I, she almost looks more like the queen, like facially in, in this picture. I love this story. Okay, well next up, we've got some research on the topic of love. Shape recently asked the question, how long does it take to fall in love? Well, love researcher Helen Fisher says it varies, of course. You can fall love at first sight, or it can be a slow burn, but what's the average? So one study found for men, it took about three months into a relationship to want to say, I love you. But women took about five months to want to say, I love you. And of course, feeling like you love someone can happen a lot sooner than when you actually tell them. Now, Dan, how was it for you and your husband? What was your personal experience? Well, it certainly was lust at first night, anyway. <laughs> but um, I think, I'm, I'm like the survey, it was exactly three months. My husband's a lot younger than me. He's a lot cooler and a lot more emotionally mature. But I think I was the first person to say that I loved him. But like, I think you've got to be careful. You can fall in, you can think you're falling in love before, but it's all chemistry and hormones and sex and you're, it clouds you and it tricks you and I think you, it takes three months of you experiencing them and seeing them on a bad day seeing them stressed and tired to really make sure that you are in love with someone so for me it was exactly as the study said three months I feel like I also can like fall really quickly and be like oh my god I'm so into this person I can't stop thinking about them I'm so in but then I also fall out in an instant. That's why you gotta wait three months. That's why you've gotta see them properly and really feel it. And, and I think the survey picks up on something that they don't say it immediately. And I think women are more cautious and they're aware of that. And that's why they're taking their time to make sure that they are sure. And then in a relationship, like, okay, if that's the statue of limitations on the average of maybe what it takes to say, I love you. What do you think it is to be with someone before you really know or think you know them? I mean, I think people grow and they change, so you're always getting to really know them, know them. So I, th I think that is an interesting question. For me, I felt I knew him to his heart after three months. And I'm still learning new things to this day. 
fact he doesn't put the cups away properly in the dishwasher. <laughs> Well, I think the truth is there are no rules. Be open-minded, be open-hearted and adventurous and love is the North Star. That's all I know. Yeah. I love you, Dan. This has been Thank so much fun. Thank you for having fun. me. Will you please come back? Whenever you like. Is it okay to know far before three months that you want a second date? Oh, let's have a second date. Okay, good. <laughs> then we'll be right back. Thank you, Dan Wakeford. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Welcome back. These are the days where I literally come into work pinching myself thinking that I am in the dream job of all dream jobs because our next guest, well, there's just nothing that he can't do. He's an an author, a 16-time winning WWE World Champion. He's adding superhero to his resume of esteemed acting. I think he's an incredible comedian as well. And his new HBO Max show, The Peacemaker, is about to drop. Take a look. Why are you in your costume? <laughs> costume. This is a uniform, and it's brand new, so I gotta... Stretch it out, make it more comfortable before we go on a mission. Maybe I'm stupid, but why would you even want to wear that on a mission? A bright red shirt and white pants aren't exactly conducive to lurking in the shadows. People see this uniform and strikes fear in their hearts. What people? The other people at the village people tryouts? <laughs> Can we sit and talk? I would love to sit and talk. Um, thank you for everything that you do. I, I always thought when I was a kid, I looked at other people in the same job force that I was in, and I always admired the ones where I'm like, I don't know if they're dramatic. I don't know if they're a comedian. I don't know if they're this or they're that. Like, every person that I admire most taught me to have range and that range was one of the greatest art forms that we could have because you never really knew where someone was coming from, which was not only exciting, but meant that they could diversify their portfolio. Mm. And that is you to a T. Yeah. It's too, true. Too kind. Thank you very much. She's way, way too kind. So uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, 
That's, that is, uh, that's, that's very nice of you to say. I'm, I'm uh, still very much in the learning process of all this, but uh, a lot of the comedy, especially with me being a big lumbering individual, is not taking myself too seriously and being able to laugh at myself. Coming on a television show dressed as Peacemaker. <laughs> is my, my, my stylist has, uh, I've, she fired me. <laughs> and, and she's my wife. So uh, <laughs> trouble at the workplace. But anyway, um, here I am dressed as a superhero and uh, we got a show out on HBO Max and to say I'm not nervous is a bold faced lie. I'm so glad <laughs> you said that because I'm nervous at work all the yeah, time. Yeah, but that's okay. I think, uh, I think if you get to that point, where you're not nervous. You, you talk to any athlete who takes the field before a game. If they get to that point where they lose that edge, uh, even as a live performer, man, I've, I've gone down that ramp way too many times. <laughs> but every single time, there's that moment right before you pull the curtain back. You just, it's a, it's a feeling, an indescribable feeling of everything at peak insanity. And then you go out, and it's amazing. Even when it's the, the long nights where you suck. It's amazing. Um, but there's not a night, there's not a time, there's not a time that I've ever walked around that door that I'm not nervous. I don't think you, I, I do think you know how valuable that is. That's helping me right now because I'm scared in this job all the time. I am, I, I, I try to be a journalist. I've never been a talk show host before. I'm dealing with broadcast in a digital age. There is everything yeah. that I'm trying to figure out on the job sometimes, and that just made me feel less alone. I think you're doing great as a talk show host. I think you're doing great as a journalist. That means so much to me coming from you. You're such a good person. <laughs> now, I love the fact that you have had many jobs, including being a groundskeeper at a golf course and an ice cream like scooper. But one of my favorites is that you were a limo driver. I was. So I was about uh, 19. This was pre-GPS. You still had to buy a map. I grew up in the small town of West Newbury, Massachusetts, yep. which is 1,500 people strong. And it is one hour and uh, 30 minutes north of Boston. I'd never been to the city in my entire life. I was given a job driving Lincoln Town Cars to and from Logan Airport, a place I'd never been to in my life. <laughs> I also was 225 pounds by the time I was 19 years old. And I was uh, training for a bodybuilding competition at the time, so I brought my food in the car. Uh, my Lincoln Town Car smelled of steamed chicken breast and tuna fish. <laughs> so uh, I was always late, and I mean late. I would pick people up two and a half hours late for their flight. Yeah. Uh, I earned every single expletive that I was called. <laughs> and Dude, I got I to hand it to the passengers. They came up with some new stuff I'd never even heard. And I grew up with four brothers. All right, so I love that I read that you like doing interviews because you think it gives you a chance to like let people in on you. Is this true? Well, uh, there's, there's a lot of reasons I like doing interviews, uh, first of all, it's part of the process. Yes. And uh, we also have to get people interested. You can have the best performance in the world. If nobody knows about it, nobody's gonna go see it. Then you can't do it again. And you're making what's called a home video. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want people to come see. And, and a lot of that is, is spreading the word, letting people know Peacemaker's on HBO Max. So you guys go and see it so I can be Peacemaker again. Uh, and, and that, this is, this is part of that. Thank you very much. So Having one person seen it, you guys are gonna <laughs> love it. It's so good. I am loving it so much, 
and we're actually going to get into, if you don't mind, I'd like to try and do some peacekeeping, peacemaking with you. We are. We're going to try to make some yeah, peace. Yeah, right? we're going to make some peace. Yeah. Um, totally actually. not qualified, but I'm into it. You know what? Let's do it right now. Okay. Cool. All right. So we have a mom and a daughter, Eliana and Anunziata, and uh, we were wondering what your conflict is, and John and I are going to attempt. He's going to take the lead. And again. I am totally not qualified. This is just my personal opinion with no backing whatsoever. But I'm no, gonna do my best. I would love to ask, what is your conflict? So our little conflict, um, my mom and I are super close. We're, we've been like really close ever since I was little. Um, and I'm 19, so I'm in college now. I go to school in Missouri. But the, the issue here is that my mom she, she's very Italian, and she loves being part of every little aspect of my life and knowing all the details. Um, but as an adult now, um, I want some more privacy, especially like in my dating life and things like that. How, how do we navigate that kind of situation? Yeah. I, 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 heard, um, I heard your opinion. Any, anything to add over there? <laughs> Anunziata, well, do you have something to say? I just worry about anything and everything. I don't... I don't know what's out there. I, I, I just worry about anything and everything. So um, I just want to, you know, make sure she's good and she's safe and kind of want to know what her daily life is like. But First of all, in no way, shape, or form am I a parent, but I am a child. Uh, and I've found my best connection with my parents is uh, transferring that uh, parent-child relationship into a, a peer-adult relationship. And maybe it's time for you as a daughter to begin approaching conversation to your mom uh, about adult subjects or just w the, the yearning to wanting to be treated as an adult, not a child. And maybe it's time for you as a mom uh, to think about, you know, as, as your daughter gets older, more educated, wiser to the ways of the world, uh, how you want to go about redefining your relationship so you don't look at her as a child, an incapable child, when she's desiring freedom and maybe you both evolve in a way where you can grow as mother and daughter together, um, but as two adults, your adult relationship with your daughter is gonna be a whole lot la longer than the childhood one. Right. And, and for, for me personally, this didn't happen at 19. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that's when I, I was very rebellious to my parents at that point because I really thought they were, um, they were just trying to protect me, right. but I thought they were, they were trying to hold me back. Mm -hmm. So when I say I've, I've developed a strong relationship, this is, this is just fairly recently, last decade or so. So maybe just start planting the seeds now for that foundation of uh, your future relationship where you're, you're two adults who can, who can uh, share the magic of adult life. <laughs> okay, um, is there another show that you and I are supposed to be in together where we fully do like relationships? human interest, like. I'm having a blast. Okay, well, let, let's go to commercial and then just get right back into this conversation, if you don't mind. We'll be right back, everybody. When it comes to picking the perfect treats for your dog, Stuart makes the choice easy by keeping it real. Real ingredients, real nutrients, real benefits. Stewart dog treats are free from additives, corn, soy, wheat, and grains. Plus, they're freeze-dried to lock in all the great nutrition and natural flavor your furry friend deserves. Stewart freeze-dried dog treats. Big, tail-wagging nutritional benefits. 
available on Amazon.com today. Peacemaker John Cena. All right, so you are the number one grantor of Make a Wish. 650 wishes you have granted. Thank you. When you have that kind of openness and relationship and sort of open-heartedness towards kids. You know, I've read that you've said, maybe not, I'm in my career, I, I wanna be present for kids. Now you're married, maybe, you know, I'm opening up more to the idea. Um, where are you at now? Because I think you would make like, kind of the world's greatest father. That's a, uh, you know, that, first of all, thank you for the comment. And uh, I really enjoy my life. Uh, I, I have been writing, um, a lightning bolt for quite some time now. And I've been given opportunities to do and see things that, man, I, I didn't even dream of. And I had some pretty lofty dreams. Um, it's, it's hard work. Uh, it's hard work to balance the time. I need to run myself correctly. It's a hard work to be uh, the best partner and husband I can be to my loving wife. Um, it's hard to keep connections with those in my life that I love. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's also hard to, to put in an honest day's work. Um, just, I, I, this is just my perspective, again, totally not qualified, but I think just because you might be good at something is, for me, is not a strong enough reason to do that. Mm -hmm. You have to have passion for it. You have to have a fuel for it. It's like saying to somebody, man, you, you know, you're, you're pretty good with your hands. You'd be a great carpenter. Right. But if I want to be an actor, I'll be an actor. And, and. Just to say to somebody, you have a, a great interaction with young people, that's, that's flattering. I, I still am flipped. Uh, and the reason I love Make-A-Wish so much is because those aren't like, those are those families' wishes. It's like, yo, you can do anything you want. And Make-A-Wish's list is enormous. They literally will do anything you want. I want to kick it with John Cena and go see him wrestle. That is the coolest thing I have ever heard in my life. Because it, it means a lot of things. It means, one, something I'm passionate about affects people. It means, two, I can be a vehicle uh, to, to, to help make a wish come true. And it means, three, when we engage, when the wish actually happens. It's something that someone wants. And, and we're the finish line. And the joy on their face. And these are, these are uh, individuals who are tougher than I could ever imagine that are going through a set of circumstances that I just, I can't believe. And they get to just leave all that stuff at the door. Mm -hmm. And they get to relax and escape for a little bit and hang out and we get to talk. I've gotten uh, strategy, uh, strategy tips. Uh, I should do secret moves. Uh, I've been able to single people out in the crowd. I've been able to bring people in the ring. I've been able to uh, encourage people to create their own wrestling characters. Um, I've, I've met uh, Make-A-Wish families multiple times and seen the, the, the positive development that just our interactions had. Uh, I've, I've received unbelievably emotional, emotionally moving letters from parents um, after some, some very tragic circumstances happened about what the moment meant to them and will always mean to them. Um, my, 
Make-A-Wish is, is fantastic. But all those things considered, um, I, I, I love that. I love that joy. I love that connection. And, the, and, and that, that, that's where I'm at right now. And it, it, it is difficult water to tread because that, you know, everybody's like, well, when? I, I just know not now. Right. You know? I mean, I, your insights into people, kids, you're so right. Do you think you have any insight into why you have so much self-awareness? Well, uh, I, I've been uh, honest enough to lean into my failures. I think a lot of times when we get knocked down, it's uh, real easy for us to do this. And um, when you stop and you do this, and that's the only person to blame, through hardship, um, through loss, through failure, through embarrassment, um, when you're the problem, you got to lean into it and you got to solve it. And uh, in, in solving some pretty, um, some pretty difficult problems, you really got to look at yourself. And, and for me, the, the stripping it down to the core was when I'm able to look at that guy and be like, I'm enough. If we have a conversation and you walk away being like, I don't like him, I, I still feel as if I'll project my full and authentic self to you. And if you don't like me, I'm sorry. And that's, that's the way it is. I just applaud you for talking about the failures because it's, um, I think that's very real. And again, very important for people to hear. It's so relatable. Yeah. It's not all, it's like, yeah, I've had failures, I've changed, I've looked at myself, I've conquered, I know where I'm at in life. I wanna help others. I'm not a professional. I <laughs> like everything about you is really remarkable. I, I, I've always been your biggest fan, but it is really incredible to sit down and sense what kind of a true human being you are with no veneer and amazing proximity. Well, I mean. Except for the suit. So no veneer except for this giant veneer you have on. Uh, and uh, likewise, um, these are usually like four minute things where you got six questions to answer and it goes by format and it goes by real quick. Uh, I don't even know what you're going to use of this because you have to make your timeline on the show and I don't care because I'm having a great time sitting with you, talking and connecting with somebody I admire in front of a group of strangers that are bold enough to be here today. Even if there's one conversation that doesn't leave this room because they're gonna edit all this down. Uh, uh, you know, maybe a, a mother and daughter can take away a nugget and further their relationship, or maybe somebody in the audience uh, can get something, or a cameraman, or, or somebody in the soundboard uh, booth. You know, maybe maybe we can uh, help tip the balance a little bit. As someone who has been cut down to four and six minutes a lot of my life in these forums, I'm out to break the rules. <laughs> so well, I think I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Okay. We have to break for commercial again. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. 
It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Welcome back. I am so happy that we are still here with the incredible John Cena. Thank you so much oh, for no being who you are. Um, uh, it's, man, I just wish everybody would be. It's, it's tough, it's tough. Well, <laughs> any advice, you know, as a, a parting word for people to have the bravery to be themselves, because we all have to find it, even sometimes every day. Yeah, uh, everybody everybody is, is uh, especially nowadays in, in, the, in the realm of social sharing and motivation, everybody's uh, pretty quick to like share quotes and, and things. And um, I specifically use Twitter as a forum, almost like a journal of philosophy for me. Um, but there's a reason I publish those quotes instead of keep them to myself, and that's to hold myself accountable because I want to be the person I tell people that I am. Mm -hmm. So when I put something out to the universe that um, instigates a conversation about philosophy or um, tackles an uncomfortable subject, it makes me accountable. Uh, when, when I tell you I, I love my wife, that makes me accountable. She knows I love her. She doesn't need me to tell you, but it makes me accountable. And I think that's important uh, for me as a system of checks and balances for the rest of the world to keep me in line. And I just think nowadays um, we have the freedom of speech, but we don't have any accountability a lot of times for that. So uh, people can tell people they're a certain way and don't necessarily have to walk that talk. And that's that's hard business because you have to, you have to choose values, you have to choose beliefs, you have to define purpose, and you have to, to be honest with yourself on who you are. And all of that stuff is hard work. Yeah. And uh, I guess my advice is it's not easy because we all want to, we all want people to see us as perfect folks. Just remember that everybody's flawed, and we all, we all make mistakes. Uh, it, it's hard, it's hard work, but uh, damn, it's worth it. I think the world of you, please give my absolute love to your wife. Will do. I don't even know how to end this other than to say thank you, because these are the kind of conversations that I could only hope to have on a show like this, and it takes you to have them. So, John Cena, his show, Peacemaker, is now streaming only on HBO Max. It's incredible, and we'll be right back. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. 
all of my mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. talking about it, watching it on TV. Here is some delicious kitchen inspiration. Hi Drew, this is Archana from Ministry of Curry and I'm going to show you how to make delicious butter chicken in the instant pot. Set the instant pot to saute mode and heat two tablespoons of ghee, add a cup of diced onions, two teaspoons of salt. Saute this for two to three minutes. Add a tablespoon each of ginger and garlic, half a teaspoon of turmeric, two teaspoons of red chili powder, one teaspoon of garam masala, half a cup of water, and a cup of tomato puree. Add two pounds of chicken thighs and give a good stir. Pressure cook this for eight minutes. Stir in half a cup of cream, two tablespoons of tomato paste, and a teaspoon of sugar. Two tablespoons of dry fenugreek leaves. Cook on saute mode as you get a nice thick Enjoy. Wow, I'm in a delicious food coma just for watching that. Welcome back. Before we say goodbye, we'd love to play a quick round of Truth or Dare. <laughs> I'll tell you anything, or I'll do anything. And we have John here. Hi, John. Hi, Drew. I'm so happy to do this with you. Thank you, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, what's it gonna be, truth or dare? I'm gonna go with the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I've never done that before. <laughs> All right, what's it gonna be? Okay, so my question is, is it ever a good idea to lie? Um, my significant other who's absent, um, he paints. And sometimes he asks me if, you know, his paintings are to my liking. Um, and the honest truth is, you know, sometimes they're not to my taste. Sometimes I think they could be a little better. But my question overall is, is it ever a good idea to lie? You know, to keep from hurting someone's feelings. I hear you. I'm gonna say no. But I really do like that saying, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Because I also think there's a benefit to being like, I, I like it, but like, it's not my favorite, but I see what you're doing. Why don't you take me through the process? Right. I think just a no and pushing that person away is kind of cold. Right, right. Maybe you can say like, I I'm still trying to kind of get it. Why don't you explain it to me? Here's why I love not lying. First of all, don't lie, don't have secrets. They kind of go in the same family to me. But when someone really does like something, it's so exciting because you know they haven't BS'd you the whole time. True. And you can actually gauge when something is genuine versus not. Right. So I don't think that it's worth it to be fraudulent ever, but I don't think that ever has to come with cruelty, insensitivity, or be short and curt. There is a way we can tell our truth that is kind, empathic, sensitive, 
and a little patient. Right, right. Thank you so much, Dre. I appreciate you. And then when you do love something, it's just such a win. And right. it's so exciting. You know? Believe me, I have kids, and they show me all their art and, like, <laughs> all their stuff and sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to tell them I love everything. Like, what's that going to do for them? Right. I'm not harsh or critical, but you know, I think just gentleness and honesty can go beautifully hand in hand. All right, thank you so much. Good luck. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for choosing to spend your time with us because we make this show for you. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.